I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sound the fanfare. The cinemas are open. Niall O'Brien finally has something new to talk about. <laughs> He's on the line with me now. How you doing, Niall? I'm doing very well. The weather is not as good as yesterday. Yesterday no. was fantastic. So sunny. So I decided to go to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> you were excited Because they're though. open. They're yeah. open. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so before we get stuck into what's happening in the cinema and everything else, we have our little mystery voice quiz, don't we? Yes, it's always an actor. It's always somebody who is connected to one of the movies we're talking about. It's fairly easy. This it's week, so easy. Yeah. It's so easy. I don't think we need any clues at nope. all. Okay, here it is. Who is the actor? Just for a bit of crack today, if you want to take part in this, just name the actor for us and don't forget to put your own details on it as well. And it's always a bit of a competition as to who can get in first. So, you know, fast typing. 86 658 Well, I saw it in the cinema with my two sons, um, when it came out and had read very little about it. I knew very little about the setup or, you know, about the creatures or anything. And it absolutely knocked me out. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So we know that he goes to the cinema and he has two sons. There's a clue. <laughs> There's a clue for you. It's very easy. Also, Peaky Blinders fans, come on now. You definitely should get this. <laughs> That's a huge clue. <laughs> That's Why a massive are you clue. That away? Oh, look, just, you know, it's Friday. I feel All good. Right. Uh, All right. Let us know 086 658. Okay, cinemas are open. How did you feel? Now, did you, you know, get yourself prepared? Did you slow the heart rate down before you ran in the door? <laughs> well, I was a little, not apprehensive, just because it's been a long time. It's been so long, in fact, that. I am now nearsighted. I now oh, have to okay. wear glasses when I go to see the cinema. I can't see things <laughs> farther away, which I didn't have to the last time I went. Or I think the last time I went, I was going, maybe I need to get glasses. But uh, yesterday <laughs> I went to see A Quiet Place 2 in the Ark Cinema in Drogheda. And first of all, I have to say, I was delighted to see a queue when yes. I got there because I was a little bit worried that people would all be apprehensive. But it was fantastic experience. It was so safe. You're again in a bubble. I think they're, they're probably at 25% capacity, you know. Mm. So, you know, you've got these huge auditoriums, but only 25% would, would be free. Um, and yeah, no, I had a great time. So I would say if you've been like me waiting to get out back out there and see some of the movies that are coming up then there is no excuse not to and there are some really interesting movies coming up in the next month in june and july yeah i have a little list here i don't okay, know if any of these will, uh, i'll probably tell you when they're coming out and you could tell me if they'll get you to the cinema or not okay so 
24th of June, which is a couple of weeks from now, Fast and Furious 9. No, now, I know you're not. a huge, you're a huge, <laughs> you, you love cars. So, I do, you know, yeah, but yeah, I do, yeah, this yeah, Fast be, and Furious, I don't know. I know, at, but if you're going to see something in the cinema, a Fast and Furious movie is going to be loud, it's going to be bombastic, it's going to have cars swinging out of buildings. So Yeah, to be that, fair, that be it, it is a great cinema experience. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Switch yeah. your brain off, just get the adrenaline going. That's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, then on the 9th of July, Black Widow, which is a Marvel yeah, movie that's been, I'll we've be been there. waiting for a long time. So I think maybe we'll go and see that we'll, together. We'll go and see, I was just going to say, let's go together. Let's go together yeah, for that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then The Croods 2, which yes. I don't think you were aware of this, but I recently found out you're a big fan of it because it's uh, the animated uh, series about uh, cavemen and, mm. and uh, cave family, if you like. Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds and Nicolas Cage is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I brought that up is because we recently recorded an episode of our podcast about yes. Nicolas Cage. So yes, the Real Take podcast, download yeah, it wherever you get your podcast. Clever plug. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, uh, they, I'm looking forward to that one though. The Croods was fantastic. It really was. And yeah. I think it was one of these under the radar animations. So a lot of like, I, I didn't. Yeah, until mm. you said it was good. Now I want to see the first one and then I'll probably see this one as well. Then Jungle Cruise on the 30th of July. The Rock is back with oh, listen, Emily Blunt, who fantastic. we'll be talking about now in a bit, uh, based on a Disney ride. So it's a Disney kind of family friendly adventure, if you like. And um, at the end of the month, 30th of July, The Suicide Squad 2, mm. which I know the first one was not really well received. But this is directed by James Gunn, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. And it's a soft reboot. I'm really interested in, in seeing what, what uh, this is like, because I really like James Gunn's work. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, I might, I might check that one out as well. I might. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so getting down to it because I'm going to go see this tonight. Very excited. Oh, yeah, I loved the first one. Um, this is of course a quiet place two. And do you have to see the first one to get this, or how um, does it work? No, I think the first one is really good. So I would say you you can. I don't think you necessarily have to see the first one before you see this mm-hmm. because this one starts off uh, with a, a kind of a prequel. Okay. You kind of see something before the first movie or the events of the first movie. So I'm going to give a quick kind of rundown for people who didn't see the first Quiet Place. Um, it's uh, a story about uh, well, what basically has happened. Planet Earth has been invaded by these horrific aliens uh, who are blind, but they have super sensitive hearing. So the only way that humans can survive being killed by them is by being silent. And I mean, absolutely, totally silent because the slightest little bit of noise, I mean, like a pencil rolling down the desk will attract the killer aliens who are all around you and the first film focuses on one family the Abbott family uh, you got uh, the mother played by Emily Blunt Evelyn and uh, the father Lee played by John Krasinski who also directed the first film and this one and then you've got their children um, now the main action to this movie it starts pretty much directly following the events of the first. But like I said, there we do begin with a flashback okay. to the day that these aliens have arrived on Earth, if you like, and the panic and the terror that is going around this small town that they live in when this happens. Um, and this film is basically about, again, it focuses on the Abbott family. The first film, they're, they're kind of safe and they're in their farm. They're trying to stay alive and stay quiet. But uh, this film, they have to leave the safety of their farm. They have to kind of move out into the greater world. And it's gradually revealed that these aliens, they might not be the worst thing 
that are out there mm-hmm. beyond the safety of their farm. So now I had a real hard time picking a clip I'd for this film so, yeah. because Spoilers, there's not a lot yeah. of dialogue. So what I've done is it's a little package where you hear um, so you hear John Krasinski, the director, kind of talk about specifically, I think, one of the actors, the new actors who's in addition to this film. OK, here it is. The people that are left, what they've become, are not the kind of people worth saving. Killian Murphy plays Emmett. His talent is so good at all times, we couldn't wait to have him jump in our world. The beauty of Killian's character was that there's so much loss in his life, he doesn't feel the need to be a part of any community. He is shut down, unwilling to help, frightened, fearful, done. I don't know why he came all the way up here. There's nothing left. <laughs> that encounter they have in that tiny little space is incredibly charged and incredibly intense. I can't help you. Oh, that's an excellent package. Well done. I like that. <laughs> that's excellent. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. That's got me really um, interested in seeing this now. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm spoiler alert. I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> um, it's really, really effective. Um, now, I think the first film was really effective because nobody knew kind of what it was when they saw it. I think there wasn't kind of the, the premise. People didn't know about it. And I will say John Krasinski have borrows really heavily but he borrows from really great sources like Alien and Jurassic Park and mm. Jaws and things like that and he does that in this movie too and there's a lot of what I would I'm not a big fan of jump scares where it's like quiet 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 loud 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 <laughs> there's a lot of those in this film but I have to say sitting in that cinema <laughs> I really like when it when it made me jump, I jumped and I was really glad that there was a whole bubble that weren't sitting next to me to see me kind of go, oh, um, <laughs> did you scream yeah, like that? So because that would be I, I always well inside. <laughs> I screamed like that um, from that very first kind of prequel scene, which is really well made and the sound mixing in this movie and the original, I think, is just so effective because they really make sound a whole part of the film. So. Like even the the sound of somebody walking down a path is has you on the edge of your yeah. seat. Yeah. So um, I really, before I finish, I have to mention Millicent Simmons, who plays the oldest child in the family, Regan, and she's deaf. And that's kind of a big part of the first movie and a big part of this film as well, because they have this obviously sign language they communicate to. They don't have to speak. Um, and she is really good. The focus, I think shifts a little bit more towards her in this film and Killian Murphy who is as you would expect brilliant a new addition to this but he is he has I think the character arc in this film that is most interesting because the characters from the first movie you kind of know where they are you don't yeah. know much about him but you follow him through this and by the end of it yeah look I'm yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> go and see it and see it on the big screen see, see it, it on it the big screen we can and see it, it quiet yes. see it loud and quiet <laughs> on the big screen I'm looking forward to that one tonight now what I'm going to do is which is uncharacteristic for us here but I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and discuss 8th grade and also your great TV recommendations for the weekend so hang tight Yes, LMFM Radio, Sinead Brazel here with you till one and we're talking movies with Niall O'Brien and our random review for last week or for this week was 8th grade, isn't that right? 
That's right, yeah. And this might be our last random review for a it while is. because yeah. cinemas are open. But we're going to see. What I've really enjoyed doing this over the last year, I've not enjoyed cinemas not been open, but I've really enjoyed the feedback and people are watching along. So we'll try and keep that going in some form. Yes. Um, yeah. But eighth grade. So this uh, came up last week in our in our random choice. You chose uh, number 87, I think, or something like that. I can't remember. But it is a 2018 coming-of-aged comedy drama film uh, written and directed by uh, somebody called Bo Burnham, who I, was, I wasn't really aware of. Yeah. He's a YouTube comedian, but he also acted in Promising Young Woman, and he was really good in that. But this film is about Generation Z, I guess, post-millenniums. <laughs> and um, he said when he wrote this and wanted to make this film that he wanted to talk about a generation of, of children, particularly who have been forced by a culture they did not create to be conscious of themselves at every moment. So although it's about a 13-year-old girl, it's specifically about a 13-year-old girl in the era of social media. And uh, it stars Elsie Fisher as Kayla, this middle school teenager who's struggling with anxiety and uh, wants, you know, wants like every 13-year-old social acceptance from her peers and, and friendship and she's specifically at this final week of uh, being in the eighth grade before moving into high school the next year. Um, she has a, a video blog or a, a, a kind of video YouTube channel that she has where she kind of gives advice, like it's about how to be confident and stuff like that. But you can see that she can't really carry that over into her real life. Um, she has a very, I would say, really supportive father played by Josh Hamilton, but like a lot of 13-year-olds, it's very hard for them to kind of communicate and talk to each other. Um, I really wanted, again, I had a hard time picking a clip for this because Kayla, a lot of this movie doesn't talk Yeah, a lot. She's, she's voted um, the most quiet girl, so, you know. She is, yeah. But I really wanted uh, to shine a light on Elsie Fisher because I think she's one of the, spoiler alert, one of the best things about this movie. So I picked a bit from one of her blogs, her YouTube blogs that she posts out. Okay, so here she is in action, giving us all advice. Hey guys, uh, it's Kayla, back with another video. Okay, um, so, first things first is, um, I haven't been getting, like, a lot of views or whatever on my videos, so if you guys could share, like, with your friends and stuff, I would really, really appreciate it. Uh, okay, so, the topic of today's video is being yourself. And it's like, you know, well, aren't I always being myself? Uh, and, like, yeah, for sure. Um, but... Uh, sorry, I, sorry, I'm, I'm reading these off paper. Um, okay. But it's like, being yourself is like, not changing yourself to impress someone else. You know, cause like, um, like, uh, you could be the most popular kid at school or like, you know, like, um, have like the hottest boyfriend or whatever. Um, but like, what's the point if you're not being yourself? And that's kind of... That's the message. Be yourself, kids. But you know, but well, she she knows this. But then mm. to kind of trans or to to use it in real life, you can see when you watch the movie. Before I hear what you thought about it, there are two mm. little facts when when I looked this up that I wanted to share with you. It, this came out in 2018, and this was Barack Obama's one of his favorite films of 2018. I don't know oh, if you, you knew that. Interesting. But the thing that I thought that you would most uh, be interested in that uh, a certain Molly Ringwald, who of course oh, yeah. stars in Breakfast Club, said that this is 
the best film about adolescence that I've seen in a long time, maybe ever. And of course, as I say, she starred in The Breakfast Club. She's a, a real icon of teen cinema and you love teen cinema. So what did you think about this film? Well, it brought me right back to that horrific, <laughs> awkward teenage, you know, time of being 13, you know, not finding, you're not really kind of knowing, you know, who you are, finding your way, you know, you definitely don't have a clue how to attract the attention of a boy. Um, believe it or not, Niall, like Kayla, I probably would have been voted most quiet at school I know I don't Shocker. believe it I uh, don't believe it I was completely different from first year to TY yeah I was very kind of quiet nerdy person who just did their work and that was it and then TY I just went BAM world here I am <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the movie is tapping into all of that ag- ag- agony kind of you know and it does it so well like what do I do if I like a boy how do I make friends why is my dad so weird you know they're all questions <laughs> that she's figuring out but she's doing all of this with social media platforms and I think it's a really great representation of how ki- kids today live their lives online and the impact that that has as well as you mentioned um Elsie Fisher, oh my God, outstanding. She captured that really awkward essence of Kayla, you know, her confusion, her pain, her absolute need to fit in. I just thought she was absolutely charming. Um, It definitely taps into certain tropes that you might see in teen movies, you know, like loneliness and alienation. But it's not really like, you know, the cliques bullying her Mm. so much. Mm. There is one particularly nasty moment that I don't want to spoil, but you kind of, you're geared up for something happening there as well. Um, There's there's a whole lot, uh, there's not a whole lot of like massive plot but it's just Elsie navigating this last week of 8th grade before she becomes high school student it doesn't need to be anything more it's charming it's really well made bags of emotion okay you're going to cry you're going to laugh you're going to shudder you'll want the floor to swallow you up (laughs) but it's it's top marks for me I absolutely loved it yeah, me too. I have to say, and like it's, I it's a long time since I was thirteen, <laughs> but <laughs> I certainly didn't have to navigate being a thirteen-year-old and all the awkwardness that comes yeah. with that with social media and what you know uh, teenagers today have to do. And I thought it was a really, it really, I could identify with so much, and yet there was so much I was going. Thank God I didn't have to yeah. deal with that. Well, this is it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, so, really fantastic. And I I just want to mention really quickly, Bo Burnham, who directed this, um, also has, he has a couple of uh, comedy specials on Netflix, but he has one that he recorded during lockdown called Inside. And predominantly he kind of does comedy songs, but if you want to watch like something that'll put a smile on your face, then check out Bo Burnham Inside on Netflix as well. But I really love this film too. Yeah, perfect. Uh, okay, we have a couple of TV recommendations for the weekend. Very quickly, if you can. We have lots of yes, we do. Yeah, good we recommendations. Have, yeah, uh, yeah. First one now is going out to Eamon because I know he I, he loves a cowboy movie tonight oh, on Teenage. Yeah. Flame and Eamon tonight on Teenage at half nine. Breakheart Pass. Charles Bronson. It's a bit like a cross between Murder on the Orient Express and a conspiracy theory cowboy movie and it's really really good I don't know if a lot of people have seen it it's from 1975 but it's great also tonight then at uh, 20 past 11 on BBC One Phantom Thread if you want a bit of Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. as a fashion designer really really good movie uh, for the the younger uh, listeners on Saturday at 25 to 7 Detective Pikachu so if you like Pokemon it's a lot of Pokemons in that <laughs> and then um, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians is on RT1 I think at half nine 
Um, that's uh, based on a book. It's it's a really good. I didn't see it, so I think I will kind of sit down and watch it uh, when that's on on Saturday. I think, and then on Sunday, Paddington Two recently was knocked off the one hundred percent list on Rotten Tomatoes because <laughs> one person put a bad review. In. No, but it's a great film. It's a real heartwarming movie. Okay, that's BBC One at five. Niall, as always, thank you for jam packed real reviews. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.